0: Welcome to Beneath Your Beautiful, where guests share stories of adversity and perseverance, which inspire, encourage, and challenge us. We embrace these tough conversations, intimately exploring our loves, fears, and hopes with a delicious combination of depth and lightness.
1: My name is Dana Belfi. My husband, Todd, and I started The Village Bakery just over a year ago. Village Bakery is a very unique bakery located here in North Idaho that gives differently abled individuals job skills. So I have people on the autism spectrum, people that are visually and hearing impaired, autism spectrum, different abilities like cerebral palsy, all on my staff. They make up about 90% of my staff. And what inspired that? My entire life has led up to this. I had a learning disability growing up. And I was treated differently and segregated in my classroom and sent to the principal's office to learn my times tables. And school was always very difficult. And I learned from a very early age that I was different. And then I was visiting a friend of mine when she was in high school who had recently had a a baby. And she was showing me this book about kids with special needs and God giving them to special parents that were going to be able to do the work. And I wished in my heart that God thought of me as special. And then later, I was blessed with two, one with a physical disability and one with a developmental disability and their entire lives. They were in therapy five days a week, physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, eating therapy, and there were no overlapping appointments. So their entire childhood was around other differently abled kids and they got to see the entire spectrum. And when my son was in high school, he's on the autism spectrum and the kids could get an additional year of education through the school district, but over at the hospital and focusing on job skills and life skills. And they really teach them how to be independent and they have to give presentations in front of the staff and the parents. And I wish I could demonstrate to you the the saunter of a young woman with Down syndrome who came sauntering up to the front of the room, just full of sass and this wiggle in her hip and the cutest giggle I had ever heard in my life. And I sat on the edge of my chair. I'm like, I don't know who you are, but I need to know you. I want to know what you want to do with your life as a job. It was Emily's dream to work in a coffee shop or a bakery. And that's when we got goosebumps. And my husband and I looked at each other and we knew what we needed to create for our community. I just wanted it to be this little thing and to create these jobs and teach everything that I knew of 20 years of pastry experience. And what it has grown into has been so much more to our community than I was prepared for. The blessings and the, the growth that we get to see in each of the staff members every day has just been mind-blowing. And I'm so grateful for saying yes to this project. And so it was your idea and you guys funded it or did you have help? No, we did not have help. We were trying to do this ourselves. The money part is always very, very difficult. And we had a couple that had money in the area and they basically were a safety net. So if we ran into some issues, they would be there if needed. And that gave us Kind of a launching pad to know that we have a backup if we needed it, but we wanted to try to do this on our own. There is a government program that puts job coaches in businesses to help encourage business owners to consider people with special needs, but they unfortunately will not work with us because of the governmental guidelines. It says specifically that I cannot create a business specifically for people with special needs and receive their services. So we've really been doing this on our own and been the job coaches for a few of our our staff members and really leaned on volunteers in the community that can come in and either work with their child or work with somebody else's child. So these young adults and even older can be successful in this environment. How old are your children now? 22 and 23 years old.
0: Oh, that's awesome. They're both still at
1: home. Is there a point where they won't be? I would love if they would always be there. Mm -hmm. I would say that my daughter will eventually get married Mm -hmm. and move on. My son, developmentally, he's probably 12, 13 years old. So he tries to be more independent and we want to encourage that. But he still needs those cues. You need to take a shower, you need to brush your teeth, you need to feed your fish, you need to feed the dogs. So he still needs those verbal cues. So I don't mind that I am that person to continue to take care of him. But I think at some point he would like to be more independent and have his own apartment. It's sometimes hard
0: for me to interact with somebody who's differently able just because I'm not sure what to say or what they understand. And I regret that that's true, but it is true. And so what advice would you have for people to just get over themselves? I'm sure that's probably part of it. <laughs> Assume that the person can comprehend. I don't know. I'm embarrassed to say that I have had maybe a little panic. What will they understand? What should I say? I don't want to do anything wrong. So mm-hmm. what advice do you have for people like me?
1: I have found that it's a lot like learning a foreign language and you just need to take some time to get to know someone's personality. And we do that every day with every other relationship that we have when we're starting a new job or somebody comes into our business, we don't know their background. And so we take some time to get to know them. And for me, it's been a lot of, how well, we can all work together. We're all on the same boat, rowing in the same direction. And I have people that have brain injuries trying to work with somebody with autism that has anger issues. And it's just taken just a little bit more time to learn their language and how to communicate and what their words are and what will help them be more successful. So we have a young woman who is on the spectrum and she's very developmentally delayed. So she kind of talks like more like a toddler. And her favorite word is fart. And we just learned this. And so if if we ever need to get her out of a funk or out of a mood, we just need to make a fart noise. And you know what? Everything's (laughs) going to be a great day. And Joe, who has autism, who is one of our dishwashers, I know if he comes in just kind of gruff, you know, it's just it's reading what they're putting out there. If he's like, hi, I know that he probably didn't sleep well. I know that he probably hasn't eaten and I need to get some food into his system. But if he starts joking around with me, I know it's going to be a great day. Uh So it's just learning their language and how they move and just understanding those cues. We have a a gentleman who is on the autism spectrum. And you can't just tell him this is wrong. You need to do this. That just hurts his soul. And working with him and figuring this out and learning his language, his words are a helpful hint. I have this helpful hint for you. And he's like, wow. Wow helpful, hand. I'm so excited. And then that just changes the entire day. So it's just taking just a little bit of time just to learn their language, not talking down to them, but just having a good conversation with them and figuring out their language. Mm-hmm. I
0: love that. And I wish we all did that for each other, yes. And I really appreciate that you care enough to take the time to do it.
1: yes. It's like a science puzzle that I need to figure out. And I'm very, very invested in that. And I really want to see what makes everybody tick, how to bring out every day as a best day. We have a young woman who's on the autism spectrum, who's low functioning autism, and she's a runner. And for some reason, when she's with us, she's not like that at all. And she frequently will say, this is the best job ever. And it brings my heart so much joy that Her parents can have respite by having her daughter with us for a couple of hours. She just wants to serve you. She wants to be accepted. And she's in a safe place that can cater to all that. So it's a win-win for everybody. I have somebody who's going to have the best day ever all the time. And dad gets a little bit of rest. And the customers, they have so much joy because they see her and what she's trying to navigate through every single day and being able to support her, it's a win-win for everybody. It just goes in this vortex of blessings. Yeah, I see that.
0: I have a question and it might not be true, but about 20 years ago, I was dating a man who helped developmentally disabled adults. And I found that they were happier by far than I was. Yes. I assumed it was because they're not in my complicated head. 20 years ago, everything was very dramatic and Mm -hmm. everything was so important. And I thought, oh, they seem happier than I'll ever know. I
1: would agree. I am the luckiest boss on the planet. I get to come to a place where I get hugs mm-hmm. every single shift. I get hugs. Good morning. I get hugs at shift change. I get hugs. Goodbye. I don't have the drama that you would typically find in any other workplace. It's just non-existent. These individuals just want to belong. They want to, to give and they want to love and I get to experience that love and that gift every day in this. And it's a joy. There's people that come in that say that they've come home. And I agree. When I have to leave this place, I am a emotional roller coaster. And it hits me in waves. And I am so sad that I have to leave. And it's almost a panic attack that I have to leave this place. Because it is so much joy every single day. There isn't the drama that you find in any other business in the United States. We are very, very unique that I get to see this and experience that every day.
0: You're a bakery open to the public, correct? Yes. In Hayden, Idaho, is that right? Mm -hmm. For anybody who wants to come visit you, you're in Hayden, Idaho.
1: And the name of the company? The Village Bakery, because it takes a village to raise a child. And we have quite a village here in North Idaho. I'm so thankful that there's
0: people like you out there that just do what they're called to do.
1: Yes. I've been trained from a very early age with my learning disability growing up and things that I had to go through with being dyslexic and retraining my brain and things that I had to work on were some of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life. But it paved the way to do this. So every struggle and challenge that I had with school growing up set me up for success here. Yeah. I'm so grateful for the challenges that I had so I could help others. Were your parents like you are? No. My dad was military. And my parents tried to teach me at home one year because just school was not working and my dad was drill sergeant and you know what's two times four I can't hear you for a third grader that wasn't going to work and somebody that's very sensitive it wasn't the right way and when I had kids with special needs my dad didn't understand that world and my son didn't eat he was on a feeding tube and he could just watch somebody eating and start gagging and throwing up and my dad's like just shove it in his mouth I'm like nope. Right. No, he just didn't comprehend this world that I was in. So I was given those kids. So I understood. Yeah. He doesn't understand. <laughs> he really appreciates the journey and seeing the blessings that the bakery has brought. But Still, when I was raising the kids, I couldn't give him the responsibility of watching the kids and dealing with feeding tubes and ADHD and autism. It was just going to be too much. So we as parents had to just rely on ourselves. There wasn't any help. There wasn't respite for us. So we were stuck with it 24-7 like so many other parents are. And just bringing some awareness to the community, you know, to have a little bit more understanding that that child at the grocery store that's having a tantrum might not be a spoiled child. It could be autism and it is a chaotic situation at the grocery store and it's loud and they can't handle it today. And just being able to... To have a platform where we can show people what is going on so they can have a little bit more understanding and to help those parents if they need it and not be afraid to, to reach out to them. Here, let me, let me grab that card for you.
0: That's awesome. Our mission
1: is to to bring awareness to our community and to, to come in and see our staff on a daily basis to see how they're doing and how they're acting and to reduce the stigma that this is scary and not knowing how to act around somebody that has a different ability and to see that we all just want a place to fit in in society and to be accepted is all that any of us want. And to show them that it can be done and they don't have to take on, you know, 30 like I have, but just to find one that you can relate to and start to understand and build a relationship with. And these individuals bring the least amount of drama and will be by your side and want to do anything to help you be successful in your business. And will give anything just to have that opportunity. They just want to be part of the team. And they will be the employee that will be there for 30 years plus. Because mm-hmm. they are that dedicated to you. And I just want to show the world what we can all do if just given a chance. I'm all choked up. I really appreciate you. Thank you. It's been a beautiful journey and I haven't been prepared for all The good that has come from opening this bakery, it has saved multiple lives. There's a woman that works with us who is military, part-time in a wheelchair. And got really serious with me one day. She goes, Dana, you don't understand. She goes, you give purpose. And she said that she was ready to check out. Mm -hmm. And that this saved her and gave her purpose again. And there aren't words to describe that impact on what this has given her and other people like her. So it hasn't been just differently abled. It's military PTSD. There was a gentleman that came in the bakery and I was sharing Abigail's story with him. And he lowered his head and he pulled up his sleeves and he showed me his scars. And he thanked me for giving her the opportunity to be here because he was there and he almost didn't make it. And I got down on my knees and cried. And he's like, you will have a customer for life. And who am I? You know, Mm -hmm. I just said yes to this little thing. But what it means to our community is so much more. I don't have the words for all of the blessings that have come from just saying yes. We get to mentor the children at Children's Village that have been abused and abandoned and have no other place to go. And... I get to work with at least three of them every single week and mentor them. And word is getting around with all the kids, you know, about coming to the bakery and how they can have an energy drink at the end of the day is their favorite <laughs> thing is the energy drink, That's which has been beautiful. It's what they look forward to just to be that light in their very dark world that we can give a spark of inspiration to help them on their way. Intercept is another one that we work with. We we usually have some kids from there volunteer. And those are kids that have just fallen on the roughest of paths and they're trying to get on a straight and narrow. So it isn't just differently abled, but it's anybody that needs a a light that we try to be here for.
0: Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Beneath Your Beautiful, hosted by Hara Allison. And thank you for your ratings and reviews. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Stay tuned.